0: After 40 plus entries I do not get sick of hearing that beat For those who probably don't know That riff uh, is actually from uh, A band I was in uh, How old was I? 10, 12 years ago So if anybody ever Is questioning whether or not I can use that, yes I actually can I actually was part of the, the Team that wrote that riff For a song that we used to play way back in the day But I digress So for entry today, for our entry today, we're going to talk about uh, a series that is, as of right now, funny enough, very short-lived. I want to talk about Jupiter's Legacy. So Jupiter's Legacy is on that same level where you have all these other shows that are kind of uh, coming out in this realm. Uh, The Boys... Invincible, like these superhero shows that kind of like take a different look into the eyes, a new perspective of the vision that some people can have or that there are already of superhero tales, superhero stories, uh, superpowers and things like that, that lore that revolves around it kind of giving it its various twists and turns. So each show is, you know, different. Each portrayal is different. But what we're going to talk about right now is the Jupiter's Legacy version. And as every other show that has been coming out, it is based on a comic. Uh, The thing is, is that the comic is very short. As of right now, it was released or it began publishing something like five or six years ago. And it only has... 10 issues from what my research shows me uh, i don't know how long uh, the issues are and they were released in two five part uh volumes from what i gather looking into it uh, i would be interested in th- actually reading those comics because that's kind of what i do i have you know i get interested in a show that's based on a comic book and then i'll go find the comics you know get them in my possession And I'll read them because I want more, especially after shows that they have that portray these comics that come out. I did it with Walking Dead. I did it with uh, Umbrella Academy. I'm actually in the process of doing it with Invincible. I'm going to do a separate entry on Invincible as well. But the funny thing about this is that not only is it more modern and more uh, or less lived than its predecessors as in lived in the comic book world as there isn't many forms of source material. So when you have something like this, you want source material so it can keep going. But if we're talking 10 issues over 7 years, like I'm pretty sure the entire Walking Dead saga was over 7 years, and that was almost 200 issues. Not including 5 novels, a couple of spin-off series, and of course all the other... Uh, shows and video games that they've had that branch off the main storyline, so Jupiter's Legacy is still very fresh. But what's even more unfortunate is that as of today, funny enough that I was talking about it, I was gonna play. I was planning on talking about it because I just finished it last night, and as of today, it's canceled. So there is no th- there is no plans for a second season. Apparently, there's been a lot of. Uh, Uh, creative differences between the comic book author and Netflix. So what they're doing is they're scrapping it. They've released all of the actors. It's got a tremendous amount of actors as well, by the way. And they're going to revisit it later. That's essentially what they're saying. As of now, there is no season two that leads off of how season one ended. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, I feel a little bit mixed about it just as much as... You know, a lot of the reviews are, you know, like it has some people rating it like 7 out of 10, you know, in on like Rotten Tomatoes, it's like under 50% or something. And I'm going to be honest, all of it's really well deserved. Like when you go into this show, you're expecting something, but it just doesn't give you that. I think my wife said something really great uh, after the show was done because it does kind of end on a cliffhanger, but it's not really a cliffhanger that grabs you i guess you could say and my wife looked at me and she said that's it and i went yeah that's that's how they're gonna end it i guess and i'm okay with cliffhanger cliffhanger endings like there's nothing wrong with that one of my favorite cliffhanger endings was the ending to season one of supernatural like that's probably one of the greatest cliffhanger endings in history so when this ended she looked at me and she said you know what i mean i don't even think that show needed them to be superheroes because it seemed like it was such it was like part of the story but nothing in the story was really about that especially when you look at the trailer and I remember right before we started watching it I showed her the trailer for like the second time she doesn't really she's not really into trailers like I am so we were watching the trailer first and we're watching it and I'm like okay I'm watching this trailer this is maybe my fifth or sixth time watching it so I'm, I know what to expect and then I get into the show and it's like the trailer really doesn't portray what you what you actually get. And I get, you know trailers aren't supposed to do that. That's supposed to show you the highlights of everything. But I really thought like I thought the son was gonna be way more involved in the story. He really only suits up for like two episodes. I thought it was gonna be w- way more focused on like the the up and coming new superheroes in line. Like all of their kids are now superpowers. And it just really isn't that. It's really about this, the main dude, and the names are fantastic, I gotta say, calling him the Utopian, I don't I don't mind that name at all, I think it's a very unique name and I like that. And being that you go into the show expecting one thing, the show is really just about him and his code, which is essentially like kind of the code of, what the show really focuses on is the morality basis of the difference between uh, supervillains and superheroes and how the world views that, and it takes place over the course of, I think, 100 years, so it goes back 100 years from, like, the 1930s when they get their powers, and now it's modern day, so through the progression of, like, things that change, you know, politically, things that change morally, you know, how the world is changing, this one the leader of this group, he hasn't changed his perspective, and that's what the show's about, and so it's kind of like, you could have probably done that without any of the s- extra superhero stuff. You know, like, in the first episode, they have this huge battle, and two of them just die. And, like, they don't get any character buildup. You're meant to feel sorry because they have a funeral in the very next episode. I'm like, I don't feel anything for this funeral. And I know I, a lot of what I'm saying is, I'm talking down on it, but it's just really upsetting because there were so many opportunities, and a lot of it is very missed. Um, I do feel like this is something they should revisit because I do see the potential. I see what this show could have been. And I'm not going to say that I didn't enjoy it, but I am going to say that it does deserve all of the mixed reviews it gets. Cause I'm very mixed in my feelings towards what it actually is portraying in its story, whether or not that's actually based on the source material. I can't, I can't attest to because I haven't read any of them yet. And I'm Probably gonna do it, but it's not gonna take me that long, because there's only 10 issues, like, I don't know how much longer they were expecting to let this show last, if they were, if it took them 5 years to release 10 issues, and I'm not trying to downplay the, the actual authors and creators of the comic book, because I know that's a tough thing to do, but... (laughs) <laughs> Look at all of these other people that release comics weekly. Like, they, they create them and print them out so they're ready for the next couple of months and then they wait a couple of months and release another volume of six. You, they release two volumes of five. So not only is this not a very lived comic, but it also still opens up the idea that whether or not you follow the source material, you could take this story and branch it off and make it something that's worthwhile, which I think is what they were trying to do but i really can't attest to it because i haven't read the comics and it is unfortunate that the excuse me it is unfortunate that the cliffhanger it leaves off on it's not we're not going to get any sort of resolution to that so it's kind of upsetting because maybe it was good enough to keep going but there was obviously something missing or whatever their plans were just didn't like live up to the expectations, and that's why the the creator was like, I can't do this anymore, and the creator just kind of bowed out, and they released all of the actors, and it had some great actors. It has uh, uh, Josh Duhamel, who you'll recognize right off the bat, uh, Leslie Pip. Uh, The actress who plays Chloe, I don't know her name off the top of my head. Uh, I haven't seen her in anything else, but she was tremendous. There's at least three episodes that just focus on the daughter and her kind of character arc. And there are so many things that create these character arcs for all these other people. But it's not the overall story, and it's almost like there is no overall story. Like, for a show like this, you're expecting the finale to either be some kind of a cliffhanger... Or a cliffhanger that's worth it, I should say. Something like that. Or some kind of big battle. There's no big battle. It's just, it's kind of like a like a twist. It's kind of like an M. Night Shyamalan twist, almost. But even, I'm going to even say, even the Shyamalan twist of the happening kind of made you have more questions or have more emotions than the twist in this show did. You know, I kind of stopped for a second and I went, oh, okay, that's where they're going. I can see that. Like, it didn't... There's no emotional investment in what their twist was. And that could just be me. Maybe other people feel that that twist was worthwhile. I don't know. I can't really vouch for them. What I can say is that you could sit through it, or you could wait until they redo it sometime down the line, if they do it all, if maybe the creator goes and gives it to somebody else, like maybe Amazon picks it up and does something with it. Uh, I do know that this was Netflix's way of trying to compete, because Amazon is really, you know, has a good grasp on what they're doing with these kinds of shows. The Boys is fantastic, Invincibles is fantastic, and I was really expecting a lot of the Jupiter's Legacy, and it just... You know, I feel like it it hit on certain parts, and it missed on a lot of parts. And depending on you as a viewer, what you're looking for, maybe even a fan, even a, even a person who's a fan of the comic, might look at this and have a little bit of a distaste for it. Or just the idea that this show gives you another perspective on superhero powers, superheroes in modern-day society, the the concept of morality. There's one thing that one of the characters says... During the show that's very telling. And I've never thought about it like this before. But the concept of morality that a superhero has. Is very much. uh, What's a word I could use? Kind of. Twisted, but not in a tw- not in a way that it's like twisted bad, but in a way that they don't really get the idea of morality when it comes to the rest of the world. So how he presented to him was that you know cops also have you know in this universe the police also have a duty to you know only kill in self defense. You know if you're a member of the army and the, or the navy and you're a soldier, you're only meant to kill during wartime or kill if it's in defense of yourself, of your family, or of your country. That's how most people are portrayed as their when killing is necessary or when killing is sort of okay in a way it's when it's flat-out murder that it's not but then when you have like cops that have those rules and you have soldiers that have those rules and marines that have those rules you superheroes don't have those rules and you're sitting here and you're like oh we have to set the example we can't be the people that are like the bad guys who are killing everybody and then what about if you have your people who are part of your your group that are being killed because the villains don't have that same mor- morality compass in them. They're, they want to put you down. So if they feel that way, and the majority of other people in perspective of what they do for a living, you know, or if, a, if a cop's going to stop a bank robber and he's got a gun, the bank robber doesn't want to go to jail, so his defense is probably shooting and possibly killing the cop. And if that's the scenario, the cop has the right to defend themselves. So why don't you superheroes have a right to defend yourself if you know that the villain's objective is to basically put you down and that's not going to bother them. Villains don't get bothered by killing superheroes, but superheroes have to get bothered by whether or not they kill the villains. And, you know, he has a good comeback for it. And, of course, it's just that morality tug-of-war in a way that this show represents. So I get that. And it is a kind of gray area. It's not as black and white within the universe of a superhero. But that's really all this show gives you. It doesn't really invest you in a lot of its characters. Perhaps if it spent another two or three episodes actually building up characters that they eventually killed off, you'd have some sort of emotional investment. But you just don't care after a while. You just don't care about anybody but the main characters. And even a lot of that is just kind of... I found myself more interested in... Because they stretched when they found their powers. They stretched the story. It was very um, Arrow, if you've ever seen Arrow on CW. It's this, It's very much portrayed like that which I get a little annoyed by as well because here you have them explaining two different timelines and it's not getting to the point where you where you want you want to know how they got their powers you want to know where it comes from and it drags that a little bit but that's probably the only thing that kept me kind of interested after a while like it it was good it was something to attend to and it does have some really good kind of storytelling elements but there was a lot of plot holes there's a lot of plot devices they put throughout it that weren't like fulfilled or were there were a lot of questions that they had you asking that they never answered like there's a there's a whole character that when you go back in time there's a whole character involved that's completely missing in the future and you don't know what happened to him this guy portrayed them They don't show the betrayal. They just kind of be like, okay, he's the one we have to go after, but he's been missing for 20 years or something. Like, but what was the betrayal? Like, show us what he did to betray them. All you do is hint at it and throw little things that, like, oh, yeah, he did this to them, and here's his broken helmet. Like, I want more. I want to see the actual betrayal. I want to see everything crumble. The first first episode should have been them discovering their powers. After that, it should have been a kind of process where you showed everything that you are mentioning without leaving these gaps in storytelling. And that, that's just me as, a, as, a, as a, mu- a movie viewer who views that and sees it as being very lacking in the writing of this show. I'm hoping they do revisit it. I don't have my hopes up that it might be any better or any good, in comparison. I'm not going to say, again, that it's not worth it, but, you know, you have to go in there with a grain of salt and put put your own kind of uh, perspective, I guess, on how you would view this show. Because I'm very mixed. I'm not upset that it got cancelled over the fact that I just, I really wish I could see where they were going with it. Maybe they the second season would have resolved some of these things. But then again, you know, I'm not upset because it's canceled and I'm not going to resolve it because I don't have any emotional investment. it doesn't give you that emotional investment to me and I could be wrong maybe there's some people out there that did have that emotional investment in it but I just didn't I couldn't get there. I do feel a little bad because I do love when these new perspectives of superhero concepts come out and they get traction and again I these are the ones I can relate it to Invincible is a fantastic example the boys is a fantastic example this would have been a fantastic example it just needed something else it needed more more things that gave you the investment that you're looking for in a show like this especially when you're just a fan of superhero things and you want more because we're always given the same stuff the same stuff from marvel the same stuff from dc we've seen all of it a thousand times these new things are fantastic and we need more of them so i don't want to bash it to the point where it's never going to get another chance but i do hope it gets another chance whether it's on netflix or hbo or amazon not going to say anything i think amazon would knock it out of the park and again that's no offense to netflix netflix has great things but they dropped the ball on this when they had the opportunity and that's just my that's just my opinion